Welcome to the Rising Podcast. This is the podcast for ambitious souls to learn about astrology, as well as other intuitive tools such as numerology, human design, philosophy, and psychology, all to better understand yourself, others, and your surrounding environment. I'm your host, Vanessa Sophie. I'm a Western sidereal astrologer and business strategy coach. I'm on a mission to help spiritual leaders dive deep into themselves and rise to their ultimate potential to ensure that they are seen, heard, and recognized in their area of expertise. The Rising Podcast will teach you how to use these powerful tools for yourself and for your business so that you can rise as a leader and show up as the best version of yourself in both your personal and professional life. Thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited for you to dive in. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome to the astrology forecast of the month of February. I'm super excited. I know January has been really intense, but actually there's quite a lot of really interesting energy in February. Like I just took a look at everything and it really seems like there's overall some really good flowing energy. So we've been talking about this a little bit before. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's going to be a nice month. So super excited to see everyone who's joining. Shani is going to join me in just a few minutes. Um, she's just getting ready right now. Uh, I would love to hear if it's your first time joining us and or if you've been with us for a while we've started doing these forecasts a couple of months ago now and uh, yeah there's always regular people so if it's your first time joining us as well let us know um i would love to i would love to hear from you all right shani is joining me oh yeah i see Roxanne, emily our regular peeps <laughs> hi hi all right hi. I'm doing great. I just looked at the energy of February and looks like it's a nice one. <laughs> Yo. Compared to what we've had. <laughs> and I looked at that full moon earlier and like rightfully said, like everyone just, just get ready for the full moon. Like that's, right? that's just all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to go into it because I actually saw a TikTok about that full moon from another astrologer. And I was like, huh, interesting. But he, he's in tropical, right? So I was like, maybe it's not going to be the same. But turns out it's very similar in inside Ariel as well. So yeah, I looked at the full moon and I was like, oh my gosh, Jenny. <laughs> I know. I, I, I looked at it and I, was, I could not believe like just like the spiciness and like the, the bubbliness of that time. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, I'm not going to get too much into it right now. But if yeah. in general, like things are moving forward. Things are, are looking uh, really revolutionary. Like really unique really fresh mm -hmm. um, like really bubbly anyways um total shift from <laughs> january like total shift the next sense is getting the popcorn <laughs> i love it <laughs> yeah you, you, you need it this time it's it's yeah one of the reports that i've been the most like hyped up about yeah just because like this whole month is just so unique it's it's one of the biggest of 2022 for sure Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I remember we talked about it a little bit before, like we just looked at February very briefly, but I was like, it seems like there's nice energy in February because there was like the Mars um, Mars and Venus that are conjunct pretty much the whole month. So I was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. Um, and it's also in Sagittarius, so it's definitely going to be fun, right? And yeah. uh, now, like when I actually looked at the transit, I was like, damn, there's like pretty much all positive energy, you know, like there's, there's maybe like I a know. square, but pretty much all of it is like, Yeah, flowing energy. So we like that. <laughs> mm, yeah, we love that. Um, it's it's funny because 
I was looking at like Valentine's Day, for example, and like things are really like hyping up around Valentine's yeah. Day this year. Like it's looking very, um, very fun, like super passionate. Um, mm -hmm. But in contrast to last year, uh, that time was the first Saturn square Uranus, which was really disruptive mm. and really chaotic. And uh, these were crumbling. And it's such a contrast to look at where we are right now compared to this time around in yeah. 2021. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, just bless bless us for being here right now. Like, I'm, I just feel blessed for going through that whole year. And yeah. also January. Like, January, guys, was so <laughs> oh <my annoying>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's the, yeah. It deserves a good, like, forehead hit because it was, it was a lot. Um, the emoji yeah. of January was... <laughs> yeah, literally, like, palm yeah. slap. Um, it was really intense, but on an internal way, like, things were really slowing down. Um, things were delayed. Relationship stuff, like, uh, like, we're getting <laughs> reviewed at really intense. And so now things are really changing up and no planets in retrograde for mm -hmm. a few months. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, what a contrast from January. Like what, 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 what were everyone's thoughts in January? Like right down below. What, how yeah. Retrograde was for you. We want to hear your thoughts. Um, let us know like your rising sign, like a little bit about your chart. Maybe we can get like a little bit of interpretations going on. Mm -hmm. Let us know how January was for you. And I'm curious, Vanessa, to hear about your experience with January oh man girl I feel like well you and I have been in touch pretty much the whole month and yeah. I've definitely like the retrogrades have been crazy like you know I think it's the first time that well that I'm aware of like a double retrograde from personal planets I think that's really the big thing the big thing of, of January was really both Mercury and Venus retrograde at the same time for this two weeks period was absolutely crazy because there's so much it's it's mm -hmm. two personal planets you know we're used to having retrograde season during the summer but it's all elder planets so you don't really feel it as much but having two personal planets it's like there's so much going backwards and reflections and man so that was really the theme of january i think was these two things um yeah a hundred yeah hardest month but more rewarding rewarding in terms of realizations and growth yeah i like that yeah it was very transformative for sure and there's there's quite a bit of of, of pluto energy as well that we've been feeling with just like conjunct the sun and conjunct mercury so pluto definitely has been present so you could feel the transformation happening um so we have someone saying we have isla saying she is a rising virgo so ooh. for you that venus was in your fourth house so we're talking foundations yeah. family a lot of like rooted stuff um and patterns need to be reestablished mm -hmm. and reflected on so i'm guessing this would have been a very very uh intense time for sure uh and then we have box time saying she's at libra rising of course this venus which was yeah house car issues it's the house of transportation so very common um and i'm glad to see that everything shifted when you're in a station uh, that was a really big day that i was oh man Right, that's true. The, the Uranus station. Oh my gosh, it was yeah. That was also a big piece that we experienced uh, on top of the retrogrades with the Uranus station. You can feel things just like shifting. So yeah, <laughs> Emily, Emily's uh, emoji. It's just I love how he looks like unsure a little bit. He's kind of like sick yeah. and stomach too. Like that's just the whole mood for January. It was insane. Very transformative, very but very internal. So yeah, uh, we've kind of been all hibernating, and like of course winter is here. Like winter started, and like 
naturally when it's winter, it's the cycle of going inwards and, and really resting. So it's just been an extra internalized month. And I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of ready to like move things around, really get fresh, like experience mm-hmm. new things, get out, be a little bit more outgoing in, in, instead of all of this energy being directed inwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, lucky for us, this is exactly what's happening. So I'm yeah. going to get into it. But, yeah. Uh, things are- about to move around quite quickly and things are shifting really fast yeah yeah because it's the first month in a while that we won't have any retrograde after february 3rd so this is really really the time to like everything that you've been going through these past few months now it's like okay let's go for it and enjoy it while it lasts because april is going to be fucking crazy Uh, (laughs) so you know we have a little bit of a two months break yeah (laughs) like right now we have no planet retrograde so Mm -hmm. that is pretty rare it only happens a few months every year well other planets moving forward what's sorry no outer planets because we have mercury and venus which are in yeah no outer planets no inner planets nothing is moving backwards so right now actually at this moment would be a really good time to grab a journal maybe just like reflect on each like especially mercury and venus retrograde but everything that's been reconsidered everything that you've learned everything that you've had to review because starting february like Things are moving forward, and and with all that we've learned with going internally, um, now we're going to start to want to put that into movement and want to act on that. So it's a mm-hmm. really good time right now to understand what that reflective period wanted to teach you, because mm-hmm. things are like it's time to move forward very soon. So mm-hmm. this is really interesting. I see Isra commented, "All my relationships have been upgrading: family, healing, partnership, sisterhood, relationship to myself." This is really good because for Israel, you know, you're a Virgo rising. So this is fourth house and this literally represents relationships with family that the Venus retrograde would have been in. So this is really interesting that there's, you know, stuff around family that has been coming out that, that that's really powerful. And it was probably very transformative on a very deep level at the same time. Well, it makes sense knowing that the fourth house is the house of foundation. So the way mm-hmm. that you've been teached with your family has built a foundation for how you interact with relationships later on. And so for like for someone who has a group rising, this is not only transformative like with the relationships with your family, but with all your relationships because it's touching on your foundation. So mm-hmm. very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Rough and maybe feeling happy, excited about it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for sharing your your insights on January. And for anyone who's watching the replay as well, I know there's a couple of people that always catch the replay. Let us know as well. We'd love to hear. Uh, let us know if you're watching the replay. It's always nice to see who uh, who's catching the replay. So, all right. You ready to dive in February? Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so actually, we start the month with a new moon, which is pretty cool. Um, just right off the bat, you know, fresh start. Uh, this new moon is happening in Capricorn. So for anyone who knows where Capricorn is in their chart, you can look at which house this affects for you. Um, but so February 1st, new moon in the middle of the night as well in Eastern time, like literally midnight. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Like literally February starting new, new fresh blood. Um, and it is, so what's interesting about this new moon from my perspective is that it, it is literally in the middle of the, the Saturn square Uranus that we have yeah. been going through for a while now and so this energy of like saturn representing structures and authority and then uranus being revolution and change and, and freedom um there's like a conflict between the two and this new moon is like literally in the middle of that because it is conjoined saturn and then square uranus so yeah. 
it seems like there's this energy and this is in Capricorn as well so it seems like there's this energy of like breaking down structures to mm -hmm. rebuild anew right yeah I'm really feeling like this is the last little um, activation of that Saturn square Uranus that we had all throughout 2021 where it's like structure had to be destroyed in order for us to really build new structures that were built on a more um, solid foundation and more aligned so I feel like this new mode is kind of like well now it's really time to build those new structures because mm -hmm. that new moon is one of first of all in Capricorn which is all about responsibility structuring your life organizing your life um new moon yeah the one on the first and it's conjunct Saturn which is a planet of structure so it's kind of like those two being together it's kind of saying like okay there's a new moon but this new moon involves us really building those structures that after we've let go of so much in 2021 right mm -hmm. so it's kind of like that time where we're really asked to start building um what we intend to be building after this last year so yeah. it's very interesting very yeah. responsible and serious Capricorn energy for this new moon yeah but I mean we all need that yeah exactly so that's why that's why sending your intentions on February 1st with the new moon like it's going to be um even though there's the Saturn here in a square like it seems like it's you know how can you how can you break free from the structures and you know what are your intentions and with the Capricorn energy like it helps anchor the intentions and new moon is always the time to set yeah. intentions full moon is to release and adapt for the next part of the cycle so um yeah February 1st you're going to want to work on on your intentions for the next cycle yeah, and I just want to say one thing, like if there's one word that I would describe for the month of February, it's freedom. Mm. It's like everything revolves around mm -hmm. freedom. There's Aquarius season starting, there's got right. a lot of Uranus activity. And when you have a square to Uranus like that, it's kind of like um, something disruptive needs to happen in order for us to have more freedom in a way, in order for us to attain more individuality, more freedom. Mm -hmm. So we might see on a collective um, that energy of people kind of being tense and kind of wanting freedom and acting on it um yeah i mean it's it's right around that day it's literally the day afterwards so very yeah time. it's true eh? um it might feel a little disruptive but again like people are really looking for freedom especially in february yeah that's the whole theme of the month like freedom individuality breaking free from structures like and mm -hmm. that will really kickstarts that energy yeah well said that's so true that's so true um all right so following the new moon on february 3rd obviously so we have mercury going direct uh right there so this ends the retrograde period that we've been going through officially um and at 29 of sagittarius so it's like just a little peak in sagittarius and then it goes back in capricorn a couple of days after <laughs> yeah it's interesting that it stations direct so it stops moving really close to pluto too yeah so it's that's going to be like a really intense time for conversations in the media as well. Um, mm. The information that we get, mm -hmm. but with Mercury stationing direct and stopping its retrograde, like now is officially the period of time starting where we have no retrogrades after that. Yeah. So things are going to start really moving forward, like uh, in the week after Mercury stops retrograde. So yeah, yeah, pretty excited, but really good time to really reflect on what this Mercury to teach you mm -hmm. um, what you've been pondering and, and reflecting about and now it's time to really put those realizations um into action yeah yeah that's so true and uh, you know after that we won't have any retrograde until april uh where pluto kicks the retrograde season in april so enjoy mm -hmm. it while it lasts <laughs> yeah like two months 
yeah. more stretch. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm excited. It's time. Yeah. So also just to mention, you know, for for people who are not necessarily familiar with um, with retrogrades, so it's when a, a planet is going backwards, and so it's allowing you to uh, just reflect and reevaluate things, and it's very much all about going inwards. And after it goes after it goes direct, so when it goes direct, it means that it's starting to move forward again. Um, there's always a two weeks shadow period, and that's that's the period where you know Mercury was there before. And after it went retrograde, it just like, you know, went backwards and now it's moving forward again, but it's still in the shadow period where it was before. So, you know, the retrograde is technically not fully over until the shadow period is over. So there's still like a two weeks of implementation after Mercury goes direct. So just, just something to take into consideration as well. So yeah, following that I have on February 4th, Mars sextile Jupiter. That you have. Yeah, yeah, and I have Sun joining Saturn as well on that day. So the Sun is joining Saturn at oh. the same time uh, that Mars exiles Jupiter. Interesting. Okay, actually, I'm gonna yeah put the the chart in front of me. Um, would February be a good month so to start February. new adventures? Yeah, it's a really good month to start new adventures, and actually, we'll get into that later on. Um, there's a really big energy essentially at about the midpoint of the month that is super favorable favorable for us taking initiative and, and changing things up in our lives. Um, it's going to be really optimistic energy for change and initiation. So it's actually mm. a really good month to change things up if you want to, to initiate something new, to try something new. Um, like I said, it's a very fresh energy. If there's no more retrogrades, it's time to take action, but it's going to be very supported as well. So we'll get into to that soon um but yeah for february 4th it's a very interesting day because the sun is essentially joining saturn which means the two energies will blend together on that day mm -hmm. um the sun is kind of like your path to motivation but your identity and ego saturn is a bit more of a more like serious energy it's all about structures responsibility um it's all about um the, the structures that we have the discipline and the maturity so when these two joins you can kind of expect the themes of Saturn really being brought up into your life and really being brought up into yourself too. So that might look like a day where you realize, okay, you really need to take responsibility on some things. Like the themes of structures and responsibilities are really going to pop up and yeah. really going to be super present on that day. And especially during Capricorn season, yeah. we're really oh, going to yeah. realize like, okay, I need to be showing up in a more disciplined and mature way in that area. Um, Saturn is also a 30 figure. So we might either ourselves need to be more of an authority figure in our life, or you might have something with an authority figure that gets really highlighted. Mm -hmm. um, but structures in your life needs attention on that day. So depending where Capricorn falls in your chart, for example, if you're Leo rising, this is in your sixth house of health. So all of this um, on this day, you might realize like, okay, I actually really need to restructure how I'm doing my health right now or my routine. Um, so this will all change whether like what your rising sign is, Mm -hmm. but it's a day where it, things are just getting a little bit more serious. You realize you need to put, put more attention on your structures, but it's interesting to have that Mars sextile Jupiter in that as well, mm -hmm. because that really positive energy indicates confidence and it indicates that initiating and taking action is really positive. So it's kind of like, if that was just something like Saturn, that would be like, okay, it's a serious day and we might actually feel a little bit like, um, not down, but just like more serious. But then that Mars, sextile Jupiter at the same time, like, okay, we actually do have some confidence to 
know how to take action and it's well received so mm -hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are on that day but I, I, I think it's actually pretty decent yeah as you say it's nice that there's a, a good mix of energy because honestly like you know mars and jupiter together could could easily get carried away because they get too yeah. excited about things and so saturn sure. just helps bring a little bit of structure into things um yeah. you know because they're a nice they're a nice aspect you know it, it's not like that worrying um but really uh you know mars is, is ready to move things forward and then jupiter is just bringing like a nice um a nice I'm seeing the comments and laughing. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> yeah, big, big vibes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they call they call Saturn the, the, the father of the Zodiac for a reason. Yeah, the father of the Zodiac. <laughs> you can call also, Saturn Big Daddy. Also, that would be in your 12th house of uh, spirituality and mm. um, hidden as well. So that might be a day where it's also the house of mental health mm -hmm. and uh, destructive habits. So it might be a day where you really realize you need to be more responsible on some patterns that you usually are hidden. Yeah. Um, yeah. Perfect. So keep on saying what you're saying. Uh, oh, I was just saying, you know, Mars and, and Jupiter together, it can definitely bring a boost, a boost of action, a boost of confidence, a boost mm -hmm. of moving things forward, but they can easily get carried away because they're two planets that are going to amplify the action so much. Um, Mars mm -hmm. is in a fire sign, you know, it's definitely going to get excited. So uh yeah so it's it's good to have that because you can have this like big vision of like wanting to make everything happen and so much motivation happening with these two planets and then Saturn is just here to bring in the, the a little bit of structure into that yeah yeah it's actually I, I really like the synergy of both energies on that day because mm -hmm. like I said like Saturn conjunct Sun alone on that day it's usually a really serious like time where it's it, it can even feel kind of like defeating sometimes on depending on the the energy that's with your own life you know yeah. almost feel like oh my god i have so much to do so you're realizing all of a sudden like yeah. all those responsibilities all of those things you need to organize and it can be a little bit of a hit but with that mars excel jupiter it really balanced that balances that out where it's kind of like okay you need to put structures you need to organize certain things and you actually have the energy the stamina the, the confidence and the strength to do that so it's a, actually a really good energy um to kind of just realize what needs to get organized in your life and actually take action on it because the action that you take on that day is likely to be pretty optimistic positive and even lucky because of that jupiter energy yeah. supporting all of that so i'm yeah i'm actually really like fun for that day it's a good day to really get down to business pretty much yeah and also so around this time right like early february basically mars and and venus are starting to get closer and closer together and then at some point they'll actually meet and start moving mm -hmm. forward together so that's why we have such a passionate energy it's in the sign of sagittarius so they're definitely having fun they're they're moving forward and not only that they're also like quite you know in the in the trine with uranus as well mm -hmm. so this is actually the next thing you know on, on march 8 uh, March 8, February 8, um, yes. we have Mars doing a trine to Uranus and, and Venus is not far either. So, you know, they're both kind of doing a trine to Uranus. So there's definitely this feeling of excitement. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, we were talking about freedom before, like Uranus is also freedom. So yeah. these two like really passionate planets together in Sagittarius trine Uranus that is in Aries, like that is just so like over the roof. <laughs> Uranus and Aries is all about 
personal freedom because Aries is your personal self, your ego, mm -hmm. and Uranus is freedom, it's individuality. So right now we're really realizing how we want our personal freedoms to be depending on our own values and our own personal selves. Mm -hmm. And with Mars trining Uranus, Mars is our direct take action. And when it's um, interacting really positively with Uranus, we have a motivation to act for freedom. So again, like I said earlier, freedom is a the whole theme of the month mm -hmm. because Uranus is interacting very positively with many different planets. So we have the opportunity to take action in a new way, but also to be motivated to act for freedom and for our own personal freedom, what we want for freedom. Um, but it's also actually a really good day to take initiative on something new. If there is one day that would be good for risk-taking, for doing something that's a little different, um, it's February 8th. Because again, Mars is your action. Uranus is surprises and unconventionality. When they're act interacting positively, there's support for acting in a new way, for taking initiative on something new, maybe even unusual or unconventional. Mm -hmm. So if you want to take a risk and, and change something, February 8th, like likely it will be smooth, natural, and positive. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be a day where things will, might be different. Like you might have something new that happens in your life or something like, unconventional or unique comes around and you have those opportunities but it's also good if you want to take that action yourself that is a little different and unconventional mm -hmm. but yeah freedom again yeah yeah so i'm looking at you know just the day before february 7th um it that's where you know they're they're kind of building into the the trine um venus is also a part of it and the moon is also passing through um oh. uranus so so there's also very potent energy on that day and and just with, with venus included in there as well like it's definitely exciting you know like venus is like venus and in and, and uranus is like unexpected pleasure you know it, it's it's really yeah. a nice a nice transit i always find these two together so especially yeah. in the trine um so yeah there's yeah, there's some nice energy fun. like around around these dates on february 7th 8th uh it's definitely a nice exciting time yeah, it's cool that the Venus trine Uranus is lasting so long because Venus just ended its retrograde. It's moving forward, but it's very slow still. It's kind of like mm -hmm. gaining momentum. So the fact that they're engaging positively and it's taking a really long time, I mean, it's in Sagittarius, which is all about higher-minded. And Sagittarius, mind you, is is ruled by Jupiter, which is yeah. also freedom and expansion. So mm -hmm. again, that theme of really being free and pursuing what we want and it's really passionate um i'm kind of excited to see that this aspect is active on the 29th the day of the freedom convoy oh. because again it's, it's yeah so it's really active for a super long time where it's like unexpected pleasure with people and and kind of doing things differently in on a social level and it's kind mm -hmm. of like um unconventional or unusual um meetings with different people that actually ends up being really positive um and and even allows for more freedom and individuality so yeah very good super like fresh energy yeah definitely you know it seems like it's it's a good time for relationships so just to do something exciting with relationships and and especially you know venus and and mars together like in sagittarius like it's definitely lots of fun um lots of yeah. passion and yeah yeah as as you mentioned before you know Sagittarius being the exploration of the mind you can also bring that to another level within within the relationships and the passion that you're experiencing so there's this desire to explore and to try something new and to 
um, you know, this would be the perfect example of like wanting to go abroad and then meeting someone like a stranger that has like a different background, like, you know, that you can relate, that they can just teach you something different. So mm -hmm. yeah, and especially yeah. with Uranus okay. in there as well, like totally, it's, it's a different vibe. It's like meeting people that you normally wouldn't meet. And it being super positive because of that naturally flowing energy mm -hmm. um, between the two. And like Venus and Mars are literally squished together for the whole month. Yeah. And they're actually like exactly together, really close to Valentine's Day too. So mm -hmm. Mars and Venus and are together, like that Martian energy of passion, um, you know, assertiveness, and um fiery um fieriness really comes um kind of influence the venusian energy which is relationships in our social life so you have a really deep desire to connect with people in february it's a really good time to be social like if you can get out like go on an adventure even this is all in sagittarius which is all about doing something new so mm -hmm. going on an adventure doing something different connecting with people is just going to feel it, it's it is the month for that like really getting community connect um, and then we're going to be so much more Martian in our interactions with people. We're going to be passionate. We're going to be playful. Um, we're going to be assertive with what we want with people. It's going to be a very, very, very interesting energy. It's yeah. so good for like making new friends, meeting new people, but it's good if you're also in a really committed relationship as well. Just that passion is really ignited throughout the whole month. Yeah, especially if you decide to go on adventures together and just do something Sagittarius-like. Uh, that's yeah, yeah, that's and and you know it's right around Valentine's Day, so take advantage of it, peeps. <laughs> yeah, 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 literally, like be social, even if it's if you, even if you're single, like you can get out and just oh yeah, be community. Like it's it's gonna feel awesome to do that. And with you know with uh, Venus trying Uranus, who knows? You might meet someone. <laughs> literally, maybe just take a car and just leave five hours away like you never know what, what could happen with february energy it's very unpredictable but in a pretty positive way it's mm -hmm. kind of like taking your chance and doing something different could actually pay off and be super great so yeah yeah i'd really recommend just getting out of the box a little bit and exploring and doing something new um because it might just bring about really unexpected opportunities that are super positive yep agreed and so that leads us to February 11th, where we have Mercury conjunct Pluto. So we've been talking about it a little bit. And it's it's not like something new because we've been through that recently, right? Around around the holidays, there was a lot of Pluto energy. Um, Mercury yeah. was conjunct Pluto before, like on, on Christmas Day, I believe, or around Christmas Day. So it's the type of, you know, very transformative communication that we've been talking about before, just like a very transformative mind and if yeah. even not just conversations, but also like deep reflections. And especially with all the yeah. retrograde period that we've just had, like you probably went through a lot of reflections and now it's bringing it to a whole deeper level where you actually yeah. can get to dive into the, you know, deepest parts of your psyche with Pluto in there. So yeah, like mm -hmm. definitely a great time to, you know, dive into psychology or things like that with uh, Venus, uh, not Venus. Mercury and Pluto together in Capricorn. Yeah. Yeah. So like obviously Pluto is all about the death, like all about death and rebirth too. Mm -hmm. And it's really about like subconscious energy. So what usually stays hidden. So when Mercury, the the planet of communication and the mind joins Pluto and their energy joins, it's very common to have conversations with people that might be a little bit intense because together you're kind of getting really deep and exposing things that are usually yeah. hidden. So 
that can be, I guess, in a lower vibration or, or in a lower state, like it can be conflict sometimes where it's kind of like things have to come up and it might be a verbal conflict with someone where it really exposes something shadowy, but mm-hmm. ultimately it really allows transformation and even maybe mental transformations of your beliefs and your perceptions. Mm-hmm. Um, so expect that, but also, like you said, like internally um, in your mind, a lot of deep stuff could get really brought up to the surface. So it's a really good day to reflect. What I find interesting with that day is that Mercury, when it's conjunct Pluto, it's trying the North Node, which is a very karmic point. And Pluto is also trying the North Node. Mm. So whatever was going on in terms of our conversations, it's very karmic. Uh, I would pay attention to what goes on on February 11th uh, around the people you talk with, mm-hmm. the information you receive or what you reflect on, because it seems to be really... Um, integrating in our karmic path right now it's very karmic so i would yeah. really pay attention to that yeah and that's a very good point too and i guess we'll talk about about that a little bit more during the full moon um but pluto is pretty much like you know as long as the nodes are at two degrees like where where they're at right now and and they're quite slow moving so they'll be there for a while yeah it seems like there's a couple of weeks in february where the nodes are actually um trying pluto so that's where the very karmic energy is being brought up and and we'll dive into it in the full moon um but yeah that's Mm -hmm. definitely something to note there yeah there's a lot of potent transformations that are going on that are really influencing us in our karmic way so it's a powerful month um it's a really powerful (laughs) month and like not to go off track a little bit but uh, the u.s actually has your pluto return as well that's something i realized Mm -hmm. where the u.s is having a really intense karmic month as well so yeah it's just it's just a very powerful month like i expect yeah. a lot of powerful changes yeah yeah no for sure <laughs> that's so exciting okay <laughs> yeah, as i was looking at the astrology earlier like i was feeling the energy of the month and it was so like it was so alive like i just yeah. had like so much energy in me and i was like wow like that's that's a very interesting kind of energy for the month yeah, I totally felt that too. I was like, oh shit, we only have one square. <laughs> we literally do, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. and it's like a minor one, right? So anyway, anyway, getting back on track. <laughs> uh, February 14th, sun in Aquarius. It's uh, Aquarius season. How great is that? Yes, Aquarius season. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be well-received after Capricorn season is done for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's it's really putting a light on freedom, on community, on humanitarian, on human rights, because that's what Aquarius represents. Yeah. So when the sun will move into Aquarius and our focus will go into all Aquarius matters, Aquarius is all about human rights. It's all about the collective, us mm-hmm. coming together, community. Yeah. So it's it, all of that is really at the forefront of our experience in February. And then Aquarius season starts and it's like, it just enlarges that even more. So I thought it was very interesting that all of this happened during Aquarius season as well. Um, so very, very cool time to get in community, to, to you know, come together with people, um, to be humanitarian, to do fight for your rights to think about what you want what, mm-hmm. what you want is right but also it's such a unusual it's an air sign too so it's very logical it's very scientific um it's very objective so yeah i really like the prairie season it's very unpredictable that i yeah. say um it's ruled by uranus so a Aquarius season, I find, is always a time that's very unpredictable, very changing, very uh, revolutionary, future-oriented. So that's what I expect with that energy. 
Well, yeah, uh, Aquarius is co-ruled by, by uh, Uranus and Saturn, depending if you're using modern or traditional astrology. I usually prefer traditional astrology, so it, it would still be ruled by Saturn. So it's still it's still a fixed sign, right? So there's there's definitely this sense of freedom because they're, you're looking at innovation. So that's where Uranus is constantly moving forward in that sense, but it's still a fixed sign. It's still like a little bit slow to move. Um, it's highly intellectual. It's all about information and, and just with with um you know jupiter and and neptune being in there this year that are going to conjunct like there's definitely lots of aquarius energy of like an information getting out there and jupiter is amplifying mm -hmm. that so i feel like we're going to feel more of that with the sun moving in in the aquarius season yeah um so definitely lots of information getting out there and yeah. uh yeah so it's just like going into the higher intellectual state basically of, yeah. of aquarius percent. Um, and Jupiter is already in Aquarius right now. And we know that Jupiter's role is to expand anything it, it touches. And so it's been in Aquarius for a little while. It, it went back into Aquarius in December, I believe, or November. And so the themes yeah. of Aquarius, human rights, protesting, freedom, um, community, collective, all of that has been enlarged. But also science, technology, yeah. mm -hmm. look at crypto, look at all the, the metaverse going on right now. Look at all yeah. of that really expanding so quickly. Mm -hmm. Also science, really a lot of people who are scientific are coming out with new data, supporting human rights. All of that is being so enlarged. <clears throat> but then the sun going in that kind of mix that's already been active, all of our focus are going to be there. We're going to see a lot of new developments in that realm mm -hmm. um, with Jupiter and the sun being there. So so, yeah yeah it's it's get ready it's just going to intensify all that's already been going on yeah um so before moving forward i just want to address we received a question uh how often are pluto returns so pluto will take 248 years before it completes a full cycle so usually on a personal level no one would experience a pluto return because unless you live 300 years or 250 years um, but for a country, you know, the, the U.S. are going through their, their first, I think it's their first, yeah, their Pluto return. Um, so, you know, something that is pretty rare. And so Pluto being power and transformation for them to be going through that, this is where you legit see like a major change in the U.S. structure and, and literally the whole country. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's specific to the, the U.S., like the Confederation the independence day basically that they're using yeah. for, for their chart um so yeah 248 years for pluto return <laughs> yeah yeah it's gonna be super interesting and we're gonna be noticing all of that obviously mm -hmm. canada we're really influenced by what happens over there so you know beginning of february like especially that this is happening in capricorn which is all about hierarchies structures and, and yeah. all those top-down structures um yeah we're bound to see a lot of potent transformations, a lot of potent activity, stuff being brought up, um, and it's going to be their first Pluto return. So it's a very unique energy. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how all of that unravels. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not something that is new, basically, because it's been building up during this whole time, but it's just like mm -hmm. going to get amplified more and more and then seeing the results of that. So Pluto, the whole 2022, I feel like it's just going to be a big year for the U.S., and I mean, yeah. for us too, because we're right there with them. A hundred percent. Yeah, this is all going to influence us in one way or another. But 
yeah, it's a really intense time. Oh my gosh, Venus and Mars are actually exact conjunct on Valentine's Day. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's, yeah, exactly conjunct, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Wow, that's so cool. Okay, yeah. Plan, plan a nice time at Valentine's Day, people. <laughs> um, okay, so that brings me to actually the full moon on the 16th. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which again, you know, this is so this is really cool. Okay, so what happened, you know, in, in the month of February and up until, you know, now until February is that when Venus went retrograde, Mars was kind of, you know, moving back and forward. And so Venus started going backwards and then it stopped and really slowed down. And so it gave time for Mars to catch up. And now that Venus is starting to move forward, they're kind of moving forward together. So that's why we actually have a conjunction of Venus and Mars for pretty much the whole month because they've been meeting and yeah. now they're moving, they're actually moving forward together. So it lasts for like, you know, a good chunk of the month. And it's still the case on February 16th where they're, they're together. Um, where we have a full moon and yeah, this, this energy on top of that. So I'll, I'll let you go in the full moon a little bit. Lots yeah, of November so babies coming. <laughs> Lots of November <laughs> Yeah, if there was one, yeah, there, yeah, this, this Valentine's Day, very, very fertile, I will say. It's going to give us more yeah, Libras. Uh, great, great observation. Um, yeah, very, very, very bubbly time it's a full moon in leo so that dramatic expressive energy is really being brought up to the surface um obviously this is all going to be changing uh depending on where your rising sign is and so that full moon will be affecting you in some way but alongside with that full moon which is already very dramatic very fiery very passionate very expressive and creative we have the venus conjunct mars which is bringing a lot of passion a lot of um like fieriness with our social contacts with mm -hmm. our social energy we're feeling very driven to connect with people we're fe feeling very driven to be intimate with people but also venus rules creativity and art as well so full moon in leo leo is all about expressing yourself and then mars conjuncts venus so mars is giving the energy to venus which is art and creativity so that's at february 16th um so again if you're a creative person if you're someone who um does art or any kinds of um creative endeavors like it's, it's going to be a time where um the creativity is really energized so it's a really good time to get creative um so that energy is already happening so it's a full moon honestly if there's one full moon to really celebrate um to really get out there again we've been saying that the whole monthly report but it's just a very social bubbly passionate assertive energy like we're really being direct with people we're really telling them what we want and we're, we're, we're really energized socially. So it's a really good time, mm -hmm. but that Jupiter sextile Uranus is also active at this full moon. I don't know if you noticed, yeah. but this is the big energy of the month. So this is the big energy. Um, I know we just saying that, um, but I'll let you develop upon that energy, but essentially Jupiter is forming a sextile with Uranus, which is pretty rare. It's two slow moving planets, and it's gonna offer a very unique energy for this full moon. There's a lot of positive changes that can happen with this full moon. Um, there's a lot of social desire, social energy, um, and it's in Leo. So how can you express yourself even more authentically? What ways of expressing yourself are not aligned anymore? That's gonna be what you want to let go at this time. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'll let you continue on that, uh, on that train of thought. 
Yeah, it seems like, you know, there's there's really transformative energy on that full moon, not just with, you know, all the energy that we were talking about, like it's, it's very potent energy, um, but also, you know, Uranus and, and Jupiter together, like there's, there's growth and expansion that is happening on like a different level, right? Like Uranus is just bringing this, this innovation out of things so it, it might be like a new opportunity coming through and just something that you didn't see coming maybe a different way of going about things so there's definitely like transformation and innovation from that but the main thing that i noticed with this full moon really is how it's happening at two degrees the nodes are at two degrees and yeah. um pluto is at two degrees which pluto is like involved because the south node is in scorpio so you know what i was looking at is how like this is literally a square like a perfect square between the, the 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 full moon and the nodes so it's like it's so it's so karmic right there and yeah. pluto is also in, involved in there and it's so it's doing a trine basically to the north node um so yeah and it's all fixed signs right it's all fixed signs so it's like it's transformative but also like you know consistent where it's, it's yeah. moving it forward. Like the, the fixed signs are here to like really implement the energy on the long-term. So it seems to me like there's transformation happening on this full moon and also like bringing it on, on the long-term, like bringing in the consistency of the fixed signs. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, a full moon really is the peak of the cycle, right? It's when the moon's full and, and it's where things are coming to fruition. So, for that to be happening with the nose involved like this and with Pluto, it, it seems like it's just it's just at the peak of the transformation that you can have. So yeah, mm -hmm. really whatever you know, it almost feels like you know it's it's not an eclipse because it's not close to the to the nodes, but because the nodes are still doing a square to that, it's like it's yeah. it's part of part of like similar to an eclipse energy. Um, yeah. So, I totally agree. And with yeah. that Jupiter sextile Uranus, like there are some changes that can happen. Um, it's a very positive energy for change, for new things, for new opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, when Jupiter and Uranus, and by the way, that Jupiter Uranus energy is going to be really active, like almost the whole month, like take one week before the full moon and one week after that. So like Uranus is all about change, it's all about freedom. Jupiter is optimism, it's it's abundance, it's luck, it, it's it's faith. And so when these two are interacting, the changes that we make in our lives can be very positive. And we can also be met with some unexpected surprises or changes that bring us expansion and bring us opportunities. So if you want to change things up in your life, if you want to initiate something new, February is the time to do that, and especially at that full moon, because any new beginning that you're engaging in, any new thing that you decide to change in your life is likely going to be received very well. And again, that theme of freedom is coming back to the surface because Uranus is freedom, it's an Aries. And so that desire for personal freedom um, might bring us to some changes that will help enhance our human rights, enhance our unity, because Jupiter is in Aquarius, bringing that humanitarian energy to the surface. Mm -hmm. So again, on a collective level, we might see people really acting for their personal freedom, and it's really been bringing an expansion in how you know, we feel united and how, um, you know, the developments in our, of our human rights and our humanitarian um, spirit. So it's a very, very interesting energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, lots of sense of freedom from, and also Jupiter. I mean, Jupiter also brings a certain, a certain 
freedom that, that you want to find you know it's, it's really growth and expansion so jupiter just doesn't want to be bound by anything and so meeting jupiter uh, meeting uranus in this way definitely wants this it's like you get growth from that from that freedom basically yeah yeah and like traveling might be something that could be brought to the surface as well like unexpected travels mm. uh maybe really getting into to some you know like jupiterian things such as like higher minded studies that would be a really good time to get into that as well it could bring a lot of expansion mm -hmm. but it's just a time where you will, will see um in your life that things maybe shaken around maybe you get opportunities that kind of didn't think would happen it's kind of feeling really exciting really surprising it's bringing personal freedom um but yeah stay open to opportunities at this time especially mid-february because you could see some new things come around and i would say go for it anything that comes into your life that's new it's very positive energy for anything that's new so yeah yeah totally all right so we're moving on to the 23rd of february mars sextile neptune so mars being the planet of action aggression assertiveness like really moving things forward and then sextile Neptune. And actually we could talk about the both of them because on the 23rd, Mars yeah. is sextile Neptune and then 24th, Venus is sextile Neptune. As we mentioned, they're, they're kind of tagging along together. So there's there's both this energy. Um, Neptune in this sense, I feel like in a nice aspect like that is bringing the inspiration, the vision, the spirituality of things, the creativity. So it's helping um, it's definitely very creative, you know, and, and especially Venus yeah. being a part of it too. Like if you're doing anything artistic, it's definitely very, um, very passionate. And with Mars being in there as well, it's like you actually have the energy to do something. You know, it's not just like a very artistic drive that, you know, they say artists are, you know, like kind of all over the place and not really making things happen. But now Mars is there. So Mars is like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to do this, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah, if you're someone who's creative and artistic, like obviously this, honestly, this whole month is really good for anyone who's creative. Like yeah. the whole month has just a lot of energy towards um, expression and creativity, but especially when they both sextile Neptune on the 24th, um, it's really going to bring that imagination to the play with that creativity. You're able to access um, a much more expanded view, more idealistic view of things and really able to tap into something different when you're creating. But it's also, if you're a spiritual um, entrepreneur or if you're someone who likes um, holding spiritual events, for example, like uh, maybe like rituals with people or just like a gathering with people, mm -hmm. that day is just amazing oh, yeah. to do that because we're able to connect in a deeper, more even spiritual way with people and the things that we engage with. And um, there's a lot of powerful opportunities for like almost spiritual connections with people. Mm -hmm. um, compassion and empathy are really emphasized as well. Uh, so really good day again to be in community, to connect, um, to have that kind of event with people. Uh, but good time to focus on Neptunian things. So spirituality, like going inwards, you know, being imaginative, uh, building your vision, um, you know, anything as such. Very intuitive time as well. So yeah. Yeah, it's definitely very intuitive. And I like your I like your comments of, you know, for spiritual people or spiritual entrepreneurs, like if you want to host an event, an event, especially with Venus being in there, like for social things and for relationships, like it's a really good time for that. So 2023, 20, 24 in February, those are really good times um, for that. Lots of inspiration with Neptune being in there and definitely energy for diving into consciousness. 
Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you can, like, spend some time indoors and meditate around that time, like, it's just a time where you might get those downloads and really that inspiration for new things you want to create, new things you want to take action on. So it's a really good time to maybe take some space to really tap into that because there is a lot that could be received from that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, actually, so, um, you know, the other thing that we have to mention is that on the 24th, so Mercury is actually square Uranus, which is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, if you're organizing an event, like I don't, I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing. It's just um, Mercury and and Uranus in a square like this. It, it seems to me like there can be um, like a challenge of your beliefs or a challenge of your thoughts, like something that you may, like you may have to keep an open mind at this time because, you know, Uranus can bring something in your face that you didn't see coming. And it's like, whoa, like I didn't see it this way. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's just something to be aware of, but it's not something that I would say would like disturb julian event what do you think yeah no i agree with you it's it's pretty minor compared to all the other things that we have going yeah. on i would just say like stay open-minded on that day because it could be like receiving information that's a little bit disruptive maybe it's like oh i didn't expect to see that or to hear that and it's kind of like well maybe that's made for you to kind of restructure something within your own mindset mm -hmm. so it's really nothing major um all in all we're feeling very empathetic very um like just super easeful when we're connecting with others. It's very harmonious, um, but there might be things that get brought to your mind or information that you're like, oh my God, okay, kind of surprised. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing too major in my opinion. I would say gathering community and um, focus on going inwards as well yeah. is the best way to make use of this energy. Yeah, just just be aware of like, you know, being open-minded. I think that's the main thing. Um, I'm, I'm also wondering about technology because they're both kind of involved in technology. So if you were to do like an event and having like, you know, a PowerPoint that you need to present or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I, I wonder these two together, like doing a, a square, it could be, there could, there could be something with technology here, but I'm not exactly sure. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, well, at least Mercury's in retrograde anymore, which is great. Yeah. Um, but I've seen in my case before, like with Mercury's brain Uranus, I've seen a car being like broken down on that mm. day like i've seen vehicles kind of giving up on me on that day yeah when that energy is active so i would say maybe just keep that in mind um uh, it, it might be a disruption that happens um mm -hmm. technology as well like i've seen that energy happen and there were like shutdowns and like the power and stuff so mm -hmm. again like i don't think it's going to be too major but it, it, there could be some small disruptions in that realm. yeah yeah yeah, so definitely something to be aware of. Better be safe than sorry. <laughs> yeah, literally. All right. And then I think we conclude the month on February 28th with Mars moving in Capricorn. So this is going to be a nice uh, a, a nice one because Mars is really powerful in Capricorn. Like it's exalted in yeah. Capricorn. So Mars, you know, taking action and, and being very assertive in Capricorn. It's like now you're actually able to focus that energy into the right places like capricorn is very grounded yeah. it's not like sagittarius you have like a lot of fire and a lot of like desire to do all the things and you're a little bit all over the place and just wants to explore and and there's yeah it's it's mutable fire so it's a little bit like a little bit explore explore exploitive <laughs> is that the right yeah, word? Yeah, 100%. I agree. So, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like right now is the time to kind of just go with it and, and kind of move around and explore. Like it's a mutable sign. Sagittarius is mutable, so it, it does move around. 
So when Mars is there, it can be hard to like stick to one thing and, and yeah. stay there and do that one thing. There's just a lot of shifty energy and it's fire. So it's like impulsive, passionate. When Mars moves into Capricorn, it's going to be a really good change of like, okay, we're going to feel much more grounded in what we're trying to accomplish right now. Mm-hmm. So just right now, like that period of February, like it's time to, you know, like you said, be explorative and be adventurous and uh, to let yourself move around, let yourself have fun. Not that you can't have fun with Mars and Capricorn, but once it goes there, you're just going to see that focus yeah. shift in the way you take action. And it's going to be like, okay, like I'm disciplined in what I'm trying to accomplish right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm really organized and I'm grounded. So that's yeah. going to be the energy around it. Um, but yeah, right now is it's very fiery. It's very adventurous, like um, kind of like bubbly um very idealistic too so yeah for sure yeah so you know you know we'll we'll get more into it when when we do the forecast for the month of march um but when at the end of the month when mars moves into capricorn like it's going to go join pluto and saturn who was they're already in there and they're very serious planets and so mars moving in there as well there's going to be lots of very serious planets in in capricorn so it seems like there's going to be lots of more serious energy in in the month Mm -hmm. of March so for example if you were looking to like launch a big project of yours um, and you're wanting to have a little bit more stable energy that would be probably a better time to put that energy into that in March than February because there's lots of you know the energy of February is really exciting but it's a little bit all over the place so it's not like hyper focused and productive Well, well there's more of that in March so just um just a little bit of an overview of what's coming as well yeah, I really agree with you. Like, February is really the time to, to have a project in mind. Um, I know you're really focused on, like, business and, and business ventures. Like, if you have a, a project in mind, it's good to explore with it that month and kind of just explore the ideas of it. And then when Mars moves into Capricorn, Capricorn is a cardinal sign. Cardinal signs are really good at initiating things, usually. It's a really good initiative energy. Mm-hmm. So when Mars goes into Capricorn, your, your drive, your focus, um, where you put your energy is going to be a really good time to initiate a new project and finally get it going around that time. Um, so yeah, I really like what you added there. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that sums up our month of February and we're done at 7 p.m. right on time. <laughs> wow. So yeah overall we're we're super excited for this month guys this is going to be really powerful um i'm super grateful for everyone who joined us we look forward to hearing how the month is going for you and what you took away from it um what you what you took away from january uh i wanted to mention a few things right so we actually set up the date for the next forecast already so now we're in advance so just letting people know, we're actually doing it again on, <laughs> she's saying wow. And, and <laughs> yes, wow. Um, it's February, uh, February 28th, right? That we decided. Yeah. So we actually picked a regular date where we're going to be doing it every last Monday of the month. In yeah. So every last Monday of the month uh, at 6 PM. So yeah, next forecast is going to be February 28th. And and you don't want to miss it because yeah you know these things are always super powerful um is there anything that you want to close on jenny no thank you everyone i always say no but i always end up saying something um thank you for everyone for joining uh thank you for everyone who's been with us for such a long time with these mm-hmm. reports um it's so good and especially there's so much going on right now on a worldly basis 
I just was really looking forward to coming here and just focusing on astrology for an hour. So super grateful that we're doing this and for everyone, um, you know, a closing note for February, like explore, do something you've Ooh. never done before, um, be open and change things up if you want to, because it's mm -hmm. just such a good revolutionary month and freedom like look for your personal freedom you know what i mm -hmm. mean search for it and define it and claim it because it's just really supportive for that so i'm really excited um, yeah thank you again is there anything coming up for you in february that people should know about um not much honestly i'm i'm still really working on my clients i have a pretty long list to get through so this is my main focus but Nice. Um, I am kind of slipping it in that I am planning on starting a YouTube channel very soon. Uh, so this is like a sneak peek, never said before. Uh, I really want to start doing possibly like weekly astrology updates and going really into detail. Mm. So that's just a little slip that I wanted to get in there. But yeah, that's, that's all I have to add. Wow, that's so exciting. Well, I look forward to, yes. to hearing more about this. Um, yeah, on my side, I'm actually launching my podcast in February, on February 7th. So this, the replay of this, the audio of that will be on the podcast. So for anyone who prefers to listen to us audio, you will get access to that on the podcast. So I'm very excited about that in the future. The forecast will also be on the podcast as well, uh, on the podcast as well. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for the podcast coming in February and also anyone who wants to learn more about astrology you know that I have my Patreon account so you can get your weekly horoscopes with me you can get access to the monthly workshops that I'm doing um, I haven't decided what the theme of the of the workshop is going to be in February yet but I'm open to suggestions if there's anything that you want to learn and yeah there's always tons of exclusive content on my Patreon page as well so Patreons also get like a monthly Q&A where they can ask me a question about their personal chart um, so there's lots of fun stuff in there and I would love to see you on the other side. So thank you again so much for listening and yeah, have a wonderful month of February guys. It's going to be so much fun. Enjoy it. Yeah. Bye.